Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. So you have joined us once again as we journey through the middle ground. The middle of the road. <laughs> to, to, we, as we journey through the middle of the road to find the yellow brick road. We're, are we doing this of us? Fuck, my notes are wrong. <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Someone and else talk. Is the underappreciated <laughs> movie podcast. And we are so professional right now. Um, Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. Each episode, we take turns selecting a movie from our respective genre that, in our opinion, hasn't, hasn't Keep going. received <laughs> the appreciation. Sorry, yeah, Tony got a phone call. <laughs> the appreciation it deserves. You probably aren't going to find these films on any top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you'll find a new admiration or perspective. This week is Carly's pick. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Life, of Life a house. as a house. <laughs> thought it was a yellow brick. What's it about? Oh goodness gracious! Oh, the Wiz. Who's doing the Wiz? This is not a professional production. If you can't tell, if you have listened to any of mine and Tony's <laughs> pr- previous podcasts, what podcast is that? Oh, that's the Finger Poke of Doom podcast. Is that the one with the finger poke? With the finger poke. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get those confused. Don't don't get the Except imitations. No right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just check it. Okay. What are we talking about now? Life is a house. We're talk about life as a house. Yeah, that was a riveting movie. <laughs> Not there yet. All right, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. The reason no, I picked me. this movie is because I have the genres romance and drama, but I haven't seen a lot of movies. So I was trying to think of a movie I had seen that would fit, that wasn't just a rom-com, because that's kind of what I generally watch. So I was trying to go a little into the drama, but the fact is, most of the dramas I've seen are foreign flicks or were huge movies that are not underappreciated. So, so, so like when 27 Dresses comes up, we need to tag somebody else in for me. I'm not watching that again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that movie got the right amount of appreciation. Yeah. Oh, good. Then we're, did. then we're good. Proceed. So, I chose Life as a House. I remember watching it probably when it was new. And uh, that was in 2001. So... I was like, oh, we should try that one. And then I watched it again, but it's been 15 years. So <laughs> so I said, let's go ahead and find out what I like about this movie. So this movie is a story about a guy who finds out he's dying and realizes he wants to spend the time he has left doing something worthwhile with those he loves. The problem is... He was not there for them, and now they don't want to be there for him, especially since they don't know he's dying. He keeps it a secret. So, uh, that... That's it, huh? <laughs> and hilarity ensues. So, John... <laughs> Hijinks ensue. What was, your, what was your thoughts going into this movie? I was actually pretty positive this wasn't about a person that was actually a house. <laughs> the title would lead you to believe that this was like a, a house telling you a story. And I was... Right, and I was really hoping that wasn't the case, so I was happy to find out that, that wasn't what happened. Oh, I was. Ex- what did I expect going in? Oh, I thought this movie was going to be one of those movies where you cry and you just feel bad about yourself, 
and Hollywood makes you feel this way or that about characters, and you know this one's kind of a douche, so you don't mind when something bad happens to him. Things like that. So you thought it would be a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yep, with words. All right, Tony, you're up, buddy. Um, I like Kevin Klein, so I was, uh, I was, you know, happy to see that he was going to be the main character at least. Um, not the biggest fan of Anakin, so I wasn't crazy that he was going to be in it. The rest of the people are kind of. Here or there, as far as uh, actors. Excuse me, Scott Bakula's in this. <laughs> is he? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> He's great. He's great. In this movie, I don't know, because I don't know if he has a line. But, uh, he does. but uh, you know, it was... I didn't know what to expect, and, you know... So, yeah. Still don't. Still don't. Alana, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I believe it's your turn. I had seen this movie before. I wow. saw it when it... I saw it when it came to DVD... Like, we I, I, I rented this from Blockbuster. Wow. Where the hell was Don't I? Who knows? It's 2001. Where were you? Did you were you on deployment when this came out? No, we didn't know each other then. But I had heard, I was excited for the Attack of the Clone Wars movie. And I had heard that the guy, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> well, I did, it was 2001. I didn't know. Um, um, I had heard that the guy that was going to play Darth Vader... Was good was in this movie, so I watched it, and I remember really enjoying it. And I remember thinking Hayden Christensen is a good young actor. And he plays the same character. And then I saw Without the Force powers. No, he's the way player. better in Life Is a House. Um, I don't think so. When he killed all those sand people, that was, <laughs> that was in Life Is a House, right? Yes. No. Okay. Look, <laughs> don't act like you're a prequel hater because I know for a fact you're not. Mm. No, I actually like the prequels better than the originals. Now we just lost Ooh. half our listeners. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that out loud even when it's true. Um, but I'm not There's saying There's no mention of Metachlorians in the original Thrust movie. Never mind. I'm just saying that I saw this and I remember liking this movie a lot. Yes, it did make me cry when I watched it the first time. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, this kid's going to be a great actor. And wow, he wasn't. Although I do like some... I don't think he's a bad actor. I think that the movie was just written bad. I you don't think it's him. As a matter of fact, I think I might have to change my... Because there's a an action-adventure underappreciated movie with Hayden Christensen. No, not Star Wars. Jumper. Yes. No. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to do Takers. Because that's a great movie. Dude. Dude. Well, Spoiler alert. <laughs> God. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to keep something a secret, don't tell your wife or girl. Okay. Or your girlfriend, and it, don't tell your wife and your girlfriend because then when they talk about it, you're really in trouble. That's true. You really are in trouble. I think we're skewing off the. Road. All right. So oh, this movie is underappreciated, in no. my opinion. It has a four point seven rating on Amazon, but that's only from. 600 people's input. Um, That's less than Waterworld. (laughs) (laughs) And it has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, but that's less than 40,000 reviews. So, the thing is, nobody really saw this movie. (laughs) The audience that saw it tends to lean toward liking it, but nobody really saw it, so it was never a popular movie. Um, The critics... Gave it a forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience gave it an eighty-eight percent. So there's a little bit of a disparity. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of times. Well, the critics <laughs> said it was crap, so nobody saw it. And then the few people that did were like, "Wow, this is good." So I found a good right. review and a bad review that I could share with you guys. Oh well, we got time. And, Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> 
I chose the good review because it could have been written by me. It really sums up how I feel about the movie. It says, well, Kevin Klein surely stole my heart in this film. Yes, it's not a happy-go-lucky film and not the best film of the year, but in its own way, I think it's beautiful and Klein gives such a wonder performance and that it's seriously underrated. I also chose it because she wrote that it was underrated. <laughs> and I thought that was perfect. And who, who's that person? Jessica R. Oh. She hey, Jessica, wrote that thank you. in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, Matthew... Uh -oh. Gave it a half a star. Oh. <laughs> half a star. That's low. And he said, Life as a house is explained in its title. It uses Kevin Klein's house as a metaphor for his life. When the movie opens, we're introduced to him, a directionless, divorced, middle-aged man whose son doesn't like him. Further setbacks for George involved losing his job and yada yada. We're going to get to that. Uh, but it says... The premise is made for a sappy and ultimately predictable story. We basically know where this is going to lead, and we're not surprised by anything. And I don't necessarily disagree with Matthew, but I still like the movie. So. <laughs> yeah, I think Matthew, um, he really has the pulse of this movie. I, I don't think he's appreciating it the way that I am. I, I, I like it a little bit more than, than I was leading the, on here. Was, than a half a star? Yeah, I like it more than half a star. We're, yeah. we're not in final judgments yet. But, well, you're spoiling my shit. I'm spoiling yours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought it was interesting, knowing what I do about Tony, that the screenplay was written by the same person who wrote As Good As It Gets. Oh. And Tony really likes that movie. Yeah. I also that thought was it was right interesting, there. knowing what I know about you, John, that uh, it was produced by Erwin Winkler, who also worked on all the Rocky movies, Goodfellas, New York, New York, <laughs> Creed, including Creed, the Rocky movies, and Wolf of Wall Street, which is another movie. Also, also Raging Bull. Raging Bull. The Raging Jake Bull. Lamata yeah, sport. I wrote that down too because I thought that was. That's, <laughs> that's not also, underappreciated, but we may do that anyway. That, the writer. I was looking at his credits too, and as good as it gets, great movie. Mm -hmm. The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, great movie. <laughs> I didn't think they that would was agree not. with that. <laughs> no, but Georgia Rule, did you see that? That's no, fantastic. With Lindsay that. Lohan? That's a good movie. No, it's not. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy. <clears throat> and, and so it goes. What, that one's good, too. That's with Diane Keaton and... Um, um, that wasn't Diane. That was Jane Fonda, wasn't it? No, no that's Georgia Rule is yeah. Jane Fonda. Diane Keaton was in what? And So It Goes, and Why that's with um, like that? Michael Douglas. Oh. That one's not that old. That one's really good, too. You know what like, I like these about are all this movie? movies I really like. Kevin Klein's in it, and he was really good in Dave, where he played the president. <laughs> My favorite Kevin Klein Wanda. movie... Fish Called Wanda was really good. Yeah. I really liked him, this is funny, in The Pirates of Penzance. Did anybody else see that? 1993 Ooh. Pirates of Penzance. I think we may have to. <laughs> it's, it's really a good time. He plays the pirate king. <laughs> He was also really good in In and Out. Yeah. That was what I wrote down. In I love In and Out. I can't think of anything he's been bad in. I think um, that this was kind of the end of Kevin Klein, though. Like he did. He's this, a good actor. But this was like near the end of his career. Like most of his stuff that he was really, really good in was like the late '80s, early '90s stuff. And this is the latter end of Kevin Klein. Like after this, he really didn't do much. Do you know who he's married to? No. Phoebe Cates. What? Really? Yeah, Fast on Richmond High, Phoebe Cates. I know who Phoebe Cates is. Yeah, when she walks Drop out Drop Dead Friend, Phoebe Cates? I try to forget that. When she walks out of the pool, <laughs> Phoebe Cates, like, that was a big deal when the I was a The whole world has seen his wife's tits. 
Well, that's true for a lot of people. Wait for TikTok. <laughs> oh, is it time for TikTok? <laughs> I'm not ready Yay! for TikTok. I do think we might have some later, though. <laughs> Maybe, I thought it was going to be butt talk, but whatever. There could be all kinds of talk. <laughs> yes, there could be. Yo, Phoebe Cakes. Shout out to Phoebe. You want to come uh, on the podcast? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. If you come on the podcast, I promise no one will ask to see your boobs. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Don't throw it at all. <laughs> don't make no promises you can't keep. You don't want to see your boobs now. Still feed the cakes. Okay. Boobs don't really get better with age. That's true. Who was it who said up? Are we going to talk about this movie? Who said, you know, once you hey. see one set of boobs, you want to see the rest of them. <laughs> are we going to talk about this movie? Ron White. That was Ron White. <laughs> oh, me and Tony are avoiding it if you haven't <laughs> Tater salad was bang on point, like always. However, life is a house. Life is a house. Let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> so, I thought it was interesting that the opening of this movie, we find out that George lives in a shack, and what is the first thing we see him do? Pee. Pee. <laughs> well, we've only, water world connection. We've only done four, four movies. <laughs> Second one, where it opens on a dude taking a piece. <laughs> Isn't it Jason? Doesn't he start being like, one of the kids? Doesn't he leave to go piss? I think so. When he Apparently, this plants. is a common yeah, theme. He did go to pee. That we did and not he tripped, plan. And he Where's found your piss at, man? The <laughs> last dragon didn't have any piss in it. There was no urination. <laughs> but no, he had the golden glow. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Woo, saved it. <laughs> oh. Hey, I noticed. Life is a house. Go. <laughs> Can we tidy talk whities. about tidy whities? <laughs> I, I I was a little disappointed by the underpants no. that we saw in this movie on the men. <laughs> I was disappointed in the underpants we had to see in a teenage girl. Like, I don't oh, want to see her in her underwear. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of underpants in the opening sequence of this movie. But I just want to say, does anybody wear tidy whities Like, in movies, they always show, like, middle-aged men in tidy whities Who wear that? Who the hell buys tidy whities I do, all the time. No, yeah. you don't. I do your laundry. That's true. <laughs> I Dude. really, honestly, I've very never very known a man that wore tidy whities. No. I think when I was a kid, right maybe my dad did. I don't know. You may just be an age. Like, if I'm thinking back to the laundry that was done when I was a kid, I think maybe. But he doesn't now. Because Walter White wore tidy whities. Maybe it's just an older man thing. I, I don't know. I just feel like with after the invention of the boxer brief, who goes back to the tidy whitey? Uh, I don't know. Anybody well, people don't go back to them. They just never leave them, I guess. I don't, I don't venture know. I just thought well, but you, you stick with with what works. It feels good, you know. Right. What gives you the proper support that you want? They didn't look all that tight anyway, but they <laughs> no, they were baggy as hell. Well, he's skinny as shit in this movie. Well, yeah, that's part yeah. of the thing. He's he's got the big no, casino, and I'm wondering but if he lost that all was, weight for this movie because he that looks was, pretty trim in this movie. Maybe. And I think and it actually looked like he lost more weight as the movie went yeah. on. Like I really think they might have filmed it progressively progressively because at certain points he just really looked yeah. emaciated. I read that they had to film a lot of it progressively because they actually had to build the house. <laughs> so the house scenes really oh, did go in order. <laughs> well Is the house still there? So we kept actually it was dismantled and moved and it's part of a library now. They actually the building still stands. So life so, is a library. Apparently. Well, life is a yeah, house. <laughs> that ruins it. We get Georgie Porgy putting pie peeing off into the sea and being creeped on by creepy neighbor girl. Dude, yeah. 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 that's really uncomfortable. We'll I, get to that. Yeah. <laughs> and her mom comes in and maybe. Why are you stealing Carly's thunder? Well, maybe you saw I'm Mr. totally Winky. cool with it. <laughs> this is what she's supposed to be doing. Right, we'll keep going. 
I got things I want to say. She might have more detailed notes than me. Lightning stealer. Uh, <laughs> well, let's keep going with the opening. Then we For go to the other house. All right. So we go to, we pan over to his son's house, his ex-wife, Robin, who is Kristen Scott Thomas, who... I have seen in a couple of movies, but I learned through looking at her filmography that I have not seen Mission Impossible. <laughs> really? Do you ever see Mission Impossible? No, but it was one of the ones that she was listed on, and I was like, I think I've seen that. Well, and then I watched the trailer, and I have not. <laughs> I really love her in Four Weddings and a Funeral. That's I have seen that. But I realized I've never seen Gosford Park. And I have. But that's I've never because seen that. my family makes it a point to try to watch. Like, my mom only watches... Oscar-winning movies. So, <laughs> so I've never I was seen it, but up, I think I might need to watch that. Cause I try to avoid Oscar-winning movies, mm-hmm. except for The Revenant. Well, Cleo's I a badass. Seen. You haven't a, seen The Revenant? I've, I have not. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> None of us have seen it. <laughs> I have. We have that. By the I, way, I haven't seen it. We have it. You watch things when I'm not at home, and then you don't want to watch them again. <laughs> I'll watch that again. He fights a bear. I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. Back to life is a okay. house. Hayden oh, Collins has again. blue hair. <laughs> yes, blue he hair. does. And it, well, he's with his blue a lightsaber. druggie, and he hates his family. And uh, the '90s um, angst cliche. Yes. We're introduced to him because he. <laughs> I thought, and I was in 2001. I was a teenager. I was my senior year in high school, so I was the age group of these kids. I'm a little bit older, but I was never anything like this. But I knew people that were. So trying to hang yourself in in a. Why are you looking at me in that tone of voice? At while you know doing a little huffing and a little hanging, doing some whippets. Uh, I can't say that I've ever huffed. I've never huffed. Never huffed. Never huffed. Never tried to hang myself. I don't understand why he tried to hang himself though. Um, I don't know, because if you're huffing, you want to get um, those chemicals into your body. And if you're choking yourself, you're cutting off air from inside of your body. So I think that was kind of counterproductive. I, yeah, hmm. I'm not under- I don't understand it, because it's not like he was huffing and then he was like doing auto fix like the auto... Erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah. he was like trying he to, to huff so he wouldn't feel it when he was dying. But I don't I, know. I, I don't think he was trying to kill himself. Oh, I kind of. I think we're spending that. way too much time on that. <laughs> I just don't understand why he did it. So then his 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 closet breaks, mm-hmm. and his mom and his little brothers run in, and mom finds him with a thing around his neck, and they just, just walks leaves. the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, Worst mother ever. I'm gonna say that my mother would have beat me with a shoe. Yep. Kevin, Kevin Klein's parenting skills, Hi, whether he's a good parent or bad parent, is debatable. <laughs> but I don't think there's <laughs> any debate on whether or not. Robin was she a good mom. Was a good mom to him. I feel like she's a good mom to the younger kids, but I don't feel like she, she was a good mom to Sam. She gave up. She gave up. <laughs> she and we find out that his stepdad is an ass hat. He's not an ass hat. He's a busy man. Robin has a lot of plates spinning. That's true. Mm-hmm. She does. And she's married to a guy who doesn't seem to care and about anything. The father is is the, is the same. He's the stereotypical father from the cats in the cradle. Peter where he's, is the character. He's always too busy doing things. For the family to be with the family. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He it's the busy dad cliche. But that's true. He's like he's also seems to be very cold. Like he doesn't hug his kids. He's not 
Like his they have the one to, little boy not clean keeps, enough for him. Yeah, the one little boy like hugs everybody, and the dad's like, "Did you wash your hands? Don't touch me." Well, he had a nice clean shirt on. If you want to, you know, yeah, you huh. can't go to work with kids. I'm just on. saying that I think that it was more than they just that stereotype. Him. I think they played that character as just a really cold guy. Yeah, it's the it's the stereotypical, like John said, dad from the dad's a 2000s dick. I don't know. My right. dad is <laughs> nothing like him. <laughs> Continuing along. Okay, so we learned that George makes architectural models for a living, which I think is kind of cool, but that most of his co-workers have moved on to computer models, and he refuses to. So he is going to be fired. And he gets a half a year of severance pay, which I thought was kind of a lot, but it's 20 years. No, he gets a year and a half. I don't think you're right, sir. I, I'm not sure. I thought it was a year and a week. It was a year and a week, but then they extended to a year and plus. Six I months. thought it was a week per year he had worked there, but he got it up to twenty six. It should have been twenty weeks, but he got it up to twenty six. I, I thought it was twenty six. I thought it was one. Hey, he year got a severance package, so, so let's move on. Apparently, yeah. none of us caught that. Bit. <laughs> this is not that important. He got fired. And they so gave anyway, me severance package. He's still gonna get some <laughs> but, money. But what he wants is a, the models. And, uh, no, he, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He wants to take a couple models home. This is his life's work. Even if he hated his job, this is his life's work. And I can relate because I hate my job. But there are aspects of my job that I love that are mine. Would you take your models home? I would probably want to take at least one. I think feel like he's like, could I have some of the ones? Where the hell is he going to put them in his shack? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, that's not even realistic. He wouldn't want the models. But then, have you ever worked for a company that treated you terribly? And you're like, you don't, this is my stuff that I made for you and you don't appreciate me at all, so why should you get to keep it? Maybe he didn't even really want them. He just didn't want them to have them. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that he really didn't want them to have them. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happens next is... Because they tell him that he can take maybe one if he checks first and gets permission. And uh, then he goes and he... Breaks them all. <laughs> he goes on kind of a like he has a breakdown. And he goes this on a rampage. This was really weird though because office. like they show his coworkers like screaming and running. He didn't make any move to any of them at any time. He's just destroying models. Well, like, why so. are you running? He's it's not. California. He doesn't have a gun. Sure he has a pole. And I thought it was funny, and I had not thought of this <laughs> when Tony and I were watching the movie together. He mentioned, "Well, there goes his severance package," but. It didn't. Like, he did all that, and they still kept their side of the... It's probably because he collapsed outside the building. <laughs> yeah, so then he goes outside and he collapses. Yes, because him getting fired gave him the big casino. And also, it's the... I like that he collapsed and crushed the one, the one that he wanted, he wanted to keep. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and it saved his head, because, like, a lot, of, a lot of Hollywood, they they do fainting and collapsing like it's no big deal. Like, you always kind of catch yourself... I've been around people that faint. You hit the fucking ground, and, and you land if right. your head doesn't open. You land on your bean. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what a lot of the damage from fainting is, is and stuff like that is just crack your freaking head open. Yeah, it's, you get like hell a hell of a drop. You'll get a big ass gash because especially if you fell from there on the on yeah. the concrete like oh, that, he would have busted his dome all up. Oh yeah. Mm. Thankfully, but, he landed yeah. on the last remaining yeah. model. <laughs> Okay, he took it. And it was a cushion. I would have really enjoyed it better if he had the model in one hand and the stick in the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> All right, so then we wake up in the hospital, and it's been four days, and uh, he's talking to the nurse. 
about what would she do if she had three to four months to live. She says she would eat red meat. And I'm curious, what would you do if you had three to four months to live? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody have any oh, I, I'd go skydiving, uh, Rocky Mountain climbing. Lots of I'd go uh, 3.7 <laughs> seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. I would probably do the same things that we do now. <laughs> Lots of sex and drinking. Yeah, that. Really? Too. <laughs> I, I think I would still just... I, I would get my affairs in order. Maybe a tech. I think I would finally be able to convince John to go on that Alaskan glacier cruise. Oh, I doubt I, it. I think possible. I would because if not, I then maybe I would give take Carly. I have some life insurance money that can pay off my debt. I think that I'm going to uh, go on that Alaskan cruise, and I'm going to go on travel because that's really all I've ever really wanted to do. So. If I found out that I had this much time left, that's what I would do. I'd be jumping on a plane. <laughs> I'd be jumping out of but a plane. She says she would eat a lot of red meat, and he says he wants to build a house. Oh, I'd eat a lot of pizza. And Well, while I'm traveling the world, I'm eating whatever the hell I want. <laughs> there are a couple lines in this movie that I really like, and when she asks him, can you build a house in four months, and he says, I can, I can die, die trying, trying, I really like that. That is this whole scene. This is... Almost cry number one. <laughs> this early, this I started to get a little, little the clip. And then he, because then he comes the back the and vapors. he says he hasn't been touched in not years, years, years. Which <laughs> this seems a little weird. Like then she starts to touch him, and then he tells the story about. I appreciated that she started to touch him, but then she it, couldn't she handle out, yeah. that he touched her back. And then he says <laughs> that his son used to throw his arms around him, and I was like, "Keep it together, woman. It's early." <laughs> Cause I, I, yeah, that's the first. Time I don't I have kids, so that scene did not do it for me with the with the weepiness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just get weepy. But then we switch to Robin picks him up outside of the hospital. Nails him. Like, Where the hell have you no, been? No, she picks him up at the train station. She oh, doesn't so know she he doesn't, was in the so hospital. So wasn't even the hospital. She doesn't even know See, he was I in the know. hospital. He was just gone for four days. And she's pissed. He just disappeared. And he tells her that she's beautiful, and her anger is perfect, and she's the best thing ever. And she doesn't know what the hell to say or feel about and that. And tries to touch her face, and she bites, and she, like, snaps her teeth. Yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've had that happen. I don't. I've it. seen that happen. <laughs> like it's something like little kids do. <laughs> but uh, he tells her that he wants to build the house. And she says, you know, because she had told him to take Sam for the summer, you know, you don't have to start construction just to get out of taking him for the summer. And he says, no, I want him to do it. And she really doesn't believe him. But uh, he's completely serious. He wants to build the house, and he wants Sam to do it with him. And uh, she says, all right, I'll talk to him about it. But then... This pisses this <laughs> This is when you go into Robin is not a good mother to Sam. <laughs> she tells him he can go to Tahoe with his friend for the summer. Even after having this conversation with his father about how he wants to go, wants him for the to summer. To be fair, the father hasn't been around. Yeah. yeah. Like so why would you believe him? But when he comes to get Sam, she's not like she doesn't say, well, I didn't believe you. Sam, you're going to have to go with your dad. She's just like, well, wash my hands of the whole situation. I did tell him he could go. <laughs> and then he, like a good spoiled little um, Darth Vader, Ooh. throws his bag in the pool. 
But I think that there are lots of and he kids. Says, Let the force be with you. Would do something like that. He's the yelling and the whining that he does. I found completely believable. <laughs> As someone who once lived in a house with teenagers like this, no, like I lived in a house where I hate you, mom, was a thing. Oh yeah, I did too. I did not. This but I had friends who did, so... Like, this seems completely... Like, I think he's doing great. He's playing this angsty teenager to a team. I will say that... While the, I do have problems with some of the writing of the story, the his representation is pretty straight I up for, really from what I experienced. <laughs> I didn't pierce my lip and jerk dudes off, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have something I want to say about that limb piercing when we come, circle yeah. back around. All right. So. So you didn't mind. <laughs> I. Didn't mind flip things. Yeah, bad. I respect, even though George hasn't been around for Sam, I respected this scene where he says, this is going to be, this might be the worst sum of your life, but you've earned it. And it you've worn out your welcome here. So yeah. you're coming home with me. And uh, you're going to hate it, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I think a lot more teenagers need a little more talk like that. <laughs> well, they say you could cure crime in the world if you locked up teenagers, te- male teenagers between 16 and 19 or something like that. Something like that. They're the most, they're the biggest group of crime. Mm-hmm. It's true. So. <laughs> Sure. I have oh, no, no facts to back up. Well, there, it's certain kinds of crime, but yes, yeah, they're they're violent. The uh, the amount of crime would just dwindle yeah. without kids his age, yeah. especially kids his age with this kind of uh, attitude. <laughs> it's got to be the drugs, kids. Listen out there, stay off the drugs, <laughs> and don't join the Sith. Hey, that's good advice. My next thing I have written down is uh, Alyssa equals super creep, but I can't remember why. <laughs> well, Sam ends up at Was she staring at him house, at school? Yes. And he and she comes over and she is kind of she's like pushy with him, but in a flirtatious way, even though she doesn't have any intentions. She's teasing him she has daddy issues big time she's pushy about it so she's a little like awkward but she's like all up on him she keeps moving closer and closer and he's backing away and she's coming and coming (laughs) something about this actress she's really creepy like i don't know that she can play a not like she's not a good actress and i think that hayden is doing a good job with his character but she is not and we've seen some great young actors. I don't know what her character is. Because she's really weird. She is weird. She and is she's weird. just... I don't know if, if there's any kind of strong focus on what her character was from anybody that... I don't know if it's... Because it's just kind of weird and flaky. Well, like her dad left her. Yeah. So I guess maybe she's playing it like I got daddy issues. So oh, I, she has daddy she issues. Well, yeah. But I mean, but they don't really talk enough about it to for it to be overt. Like she obviously doesn't know how to interact with men. Yeah. You don't think I've, uh, but it's... I don't know, you said she wasn't a good actress. The only other thing I know her in is in, um, what's that, uh, the... Sucker Punch? No, um, the thing with, um, with Mystique. Hunger Games. She wasn't very good in that either. I, 
She was in Sucker Punch, and she was supposed to be in Batman vs Superman, but they cut her out. She was in the Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice, which is a great movie, and she was not a great movie. That's a great movie, and not for someone who loves the book. You you know how you feel about movie adaptations of books. That's how I feel about that movie. I love I love all. I bet you love that Mr. Darcy, don't you? The I love all the Colin Firth version, sure, but not that. I I love both those versions, of course. The Colin Firth version is way better, but I'm just saying that they're both good movies. But she plays the annoying sister in that. Yeah, Lydia. And she plays Lydia, and oh, I, hope I can't we don't ever stand have to her. watch that movie for this. No, because Carly it's, doesn't like it's that. not underappreciated. It's overappreciated. It oh, does look. not qualify. That's a whole different podcast. I didn't say it was the greatest movie ever on the planet. I just said I like that version. All right. So anyway, um, moving right along. Okay. Moving along. So. She comes over and she tells him she thinks he should stay. He still wants to leave. But he likes her. So I think that plays... Uh, not that he could really leave, because I don't think George is going to let him. But he's still under the impression that he could leave. Well, that and love is forbidden with the Jedi. So. <laughs> so he likes her, and she lives next door, and she comes nothing. around, and she wants him to stay. Yeah. So he stays. Yeah. But then the next day... We see him laying, and George is trying to dismantle the roof, and he's like, do you have sunscreen on? And she, oh, you might have thought that was super creepy. creep, because of the sunscreen thing. He asked her to do his back, and he's like, oh no, don't touch me. And she's like, have you ever had anybody do it other than your mom or dad? It's so different. <laughs> it's a little weird for girls touching him for a guy that makes money the way that he does. I don't know that you make he only did that one time. You don't know. Ah. I was gonna they say were, they were, there wasn't a lot of explanation. It's implied that he I, did it more I, than once. Yeah, I, I would I think if this was going way. on with me, I need I need diagrams. I need <laughs> I need expl explanations because well, he's just like. Did you feel like he had done it before that yeah, one time? I absolutely think so. I'm because they talked about it in school, and his friends said actually, you have the reputation for it or whatever. And he's like, you don't know what happened. I don't think you there don't was enough anything. said for it to be the one time. I kind of felt like. Maybe the time that we saw was his second time. Okay. Like, he did it once, and it really ups... It, like, he seems really bothered by it. He seems super uncomfortable. He doesn't really want to do it. And the other guy's kind of convincing him, so I think maybe this is his second or... I, I'm fair with second time. I, I, I see he's yeah. done it before. He's done it before. And yeah. I but I don't think he does it regularly. But I don't think this is what he does I just to make think it would take more convincing or more explanation for you to do it. I think that's why he's so uncomfortable with her, though, is part of it is, like, if he has done it before, and he obviously hates himself, yeah. mm -hmm. and he feels dirty and shame, and you don't... When you're really yeah, that much when you got a lot of shame, you yeah. don't want somebody else touching you. Yeah, I can Fair. see that. All right, well, wait to analyze that. <laughs> okay. Well, Tony's also anti-piercings. Apparently, should we talk about how you feel about a toilet in the kitchen? Talk about what? How you feel about a toilet in the kitchen? Don't shit where you eat. Don't live or with live. your dad in one room. So is everybody on Sam's side that the toilet in the kitchen is disgusting? I'm, I'm well, all right, not here's the thing. with my dad in one room. Here's the thing. I like where he did the wardrobe I grew thing. up in a house full of girls, and there was no privacy in the bathroom. It didn't matter what you were doing in there. Girls Somebody was walking absolutely in. absolutely different. Somebody was walking in. However, it was not where someone was cooking. <laughs> right. I, live, I grew up in a we house. We all live together. You guys are changing in the same room. Me and John are not. Well, I, right. I grew up in a house that only had one bathroom, too. And if you were in the shower and someone had to go, they were coming in. And it didn't matter whether they were a boy or a girl. 
if oh. someone had to go, see that they were coming in. My if my sister was in the shower and I had to go, I'd go outside. Sometimes oh. you can't always drop a deuce on the lawn. <laughs> Dropping a deuce when somebody's in the shower. You know what? That's a hate Same. crime right there. <laughs> it's happened to me more than once. Like first of all, no. Like Annika said, it's Even toxic and once it's no we bad moved and... into a house that had more bathrooms, still no privacy in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm used to. Um, She'd be Less telling me you're sitting privacy. there trying to take a shower and your sister's dropping a deuce on the outside? Damn. Yes. <laughs> because... Hey, and, wait and, a minute, your brother's out there dropping a deuce? That's just wrong. In my parents' house, you don't use the master bathroom unless it is a dire emergency. And uh, if somebody's in the shower in the hall bathroom, it is not a dire emergency. <laughs> I grew up in a house where... You're not using my dad's toilet unless he approves of the reason why. <laughs> that's that's a damn shame. That's really that's the truth. You don't of the sit situation. on the king's throne without permission. <laughs> Look, you're not dropping a deuce when I take a shower. Just, but I'm just like, by the time I was, long, live long. I will say that by the time I was in middle school, we did have two bathrooms. Okay. But when I was little, we, you had one bathroom and somebody was but coming. You're in. all girls. No, I had a brother. Your brother would come. And my dad lived in the house, like. Right. Nobody went in the bathroom if my dad was in the really, shower. Oh really, yeah, you do not go in the bathroom if my dad is in there. <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't have that Everybody problem. Everybody else, it doesn't matter. But we had a dog. I'd go shit on the lawn and say it was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that we're all on Sam's but side no, about we, the toilet. Yeah, the toilet in the kitchen really is, yeah. is too much. How are you supposed to do your business while someone's cooking dinner or exactly. doing anything else in that single room. I like how he had to drop a deuce and made his dad go wait outside. Yeah. And I, I appreciated like, that all he went. On board. <laughs> this is a very serious, well, not a very serious movie. This is a serious movie, but there is little bits of humor <laughs> and this whole, I'm not going to poop in the kitchen. My little brothers say that it's like a, a terrible stink. The problem is that's just a warm up for the weird ass shit that goes in this movie. Well, let's, well, let's keep going. I'd rather, I'd rather you shit while I'm taking a shower than everything else that happens in this movie. But we'll get there. I promise to never use the bathroom while you're in the shower. Well, I'd rather that as, as opposed to other stuff we'll get to in a little while. Not that we live in the you same can, house, you can, but you, just You can do that all the live long as opposed to everything else that happens. If I'm in the shower, uh, stay the hell out. You get mad if I come in the bathroom if you're in the shower. If I'm, I'm like, afraid I you're going to drop a deuce. <laughs> all right, Carly, what's next? next? Oh, goodness. Life is a deuce. <laughs> Life is a deuce. Hey, everybody poops. Mm, All right, so <laughs> mom comes over. All right, now that we got mom that brings up over mind. pizza. Robin comes over. She brings Sam's favorite pizza, which is a good thing because apparently George made some turkey sandwiches that were not so good. Who doesn't like turkey? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, I love a turkey sandwich. A, like, I love a turkey meat. sandwich. I'm not, not gonna like lie turkey. to you. I prefer ham. No, that's but fine. But in a sandwich, I but prefer like, turkey. I, I can say if it was like pimento or something weird, but it's like, it's turkey. Like, <laughs> if you don't like turkey, what the fuck do you eat all day? <laughs> I mean, that'll be chicken. There's nothing wrong with turkey. Apparently, if you're Tony, you eat turkey. <gasps> it's like, turkey, I don't like chicken? turkey. I mean, if I'm going to the beach, it's my favorite thing I've never to met eat, anybody that's like that strong against turkey. <laughs> well, but then the pizza does I don't eat way turkey. more appetizing. Where's Palpatine? Well, he <laughs> Sam won't eat with them, so he's off pouting, and then 
So they get into a rather serious discussion for an off-the-cuff. And this is the second time I almost cried, because they tell the... He tells her about the I last... I love how you're, you're keeping track of that. Yes. Well, Tony, keep he track tells of her the yeah. story about the last time... Card check. That he hadn't been that happy... he remembers he was happy. In te- the last time he remembers that being happy was ten years ago, when he was in the ocean with Sam... And oh, I have holding his son, keeping him safe from the waves. I almost cried. It was beautiful. But that's a long time to go without being right. happy. Do Tony. you know that scene where it's it's Kevin Klein in the water and with this mm-hmm. that's actually Kevin Klein in the water with his son? I thought it was Aww. Kevin Costner with the little girl with the tattoo on her back. Oh goodness. <laughs> Tony, did you ever go to the beach with your parents when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah. I guess. I don't know. Because yeah, I think so. you had we I, Tony and I both grew up. In this area. We both grow up. You know what? I'm going to hit you. Okay. <laughs> this area, by the way, is Hampton is Roads. In Virginia, by the beach. By the beach. Yeah. So we both grew up. Okay. Like my parents, though, are from Ohio. They hate the beach, but okay. we still went to the beach yeah, we occasionally. To the beach when I, my dad, my parents very strongly prefer a pool, but <laughs> my mom hates the sand. We went to the but beach, we but still my dad went to the beach. with me and hold me and rub me and all that shit. Oh, see, like Kevin Con- I think that my dad <laughs> you did. Said Costner. <laughs> my dad was like Superman when I was a kid. He was that dad that was well, like walking around the yard on his hands and doing flips. And yeah. when we went to the pool, my dad was a diver at one point. He would do all the fancy dives. Everybody thought he was the coolest dad ever. They still do, but for different reasons now. Uh, <laughs> my dad did that stuff with us. My mom would sit there with her friends, but my dad did that stuff with us. So... You I don't think that's weird. Yeah, I played in the water with my kids. <laughs> See, yeah, you guys lived here when you had kids, but you didn't live at the beach. But just in general. Or, well, I'm from you, Long Island. Yeah, you were from Long Island. Yeah. We had, a, we had a beach 20 minutes in any direction. That's so true. I'm from we, Michigan. I've I been to lots beach. of beaches that involved fresh water, not salt. salt. But regardless, yeah, I grew up on the Atlantic John Ocean, played, so a little bit different. John played with the kids in the water when, we, when they were little, and not just at the ocean, but like in pools and stuff, and they would hang on them and... Yeah, we used to hang on my dad. Well, my dad left when I was 13, so... Before well, that, he was only six! Before that, yeah, I guess I don't remember a lot of beach excursions when I was Tony, six. Tony, bring the podcast down. Sorry! Well, it makes a difference in our perspective on this scene. Okay, so what's next? <laughs> All right, so... Life is a house. Life is a house! It's been ten years since he was happy. And I'm not going to lie to you, I go through phases where I am not happy for a long time. And I don't feel like I'm necessarily unhappy until someone's like, whoa, Carly, you're not happy. And then I think about it, I'm like, holy shit. Just listen to so, that real song, you'll feel better. So, I I totally can relate. I've never gone ten years without being happy, but I I believe that I've gone a year or two without wow. realizing how unhappy I was. So I can relate to going a long period of time without... Being happy. I once thought so. I had mono once for an entire year. Turns out I was really bored. Oh, goodness. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that this was interesting because Tony pointed out at one point in the movie, one of the reasons he liked the way the teenage son was written was because he hears just a little bit here and there. He never hears everything that you say, but he hears just certain like parts of it. So... He's not paying attention to them, and he doesn't want to listen to them. But he catches on that it's been ten years. Since I saw I saw enough happy. of Anakin from my <laughs> team. I dyed my hair, pierced things, told everybody to fuck off. I, I was the same. I got it. You know, I was angry and all that stuff. I, I totally saw it. <laughs> John had a couple pairs of those pants. <laughs> you mean had? I, I was in Maryland. <laughs> 
wear them when you're not home. <laughs> you have well, comfortable those pants on? I was going to say, they look super fucking comfy. <laughs> what do you got uh, next? All right. So, la, 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 la. I'm, I lost my spot. Okay. okay. So, she starts bringing them food. She and George talk about how happy he is. La, 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 la. Sam goes over to take a shower at Alyssa's house. Like you and do. This like time, you do. because Josh is the one that enters the bathroom. Yes. Which is <laughs> so Sam won't shower in the yard, first nope. of all, because that is going to make totally him shower outside. Legitimate. <laughs> Without heated water. What a Well, we dick. don't know that there is no heat yet. So, That's yes. the first appearance so, of Scott Bakula. So, George wants to or sets up a shower he doesn't have a shower in this rentable unit of a garage so he sets up an outside shower which a lot of beachfront properties have an outdoor shower i didn't think that was weird i've seen them yeah but i've used them yeah but you don't but you shower with neighbor hottie well, we don't. I mean, she I'm a 60 year old boy. Options to shower with a girl. I'm showering with a girl. He but he doesn't. We're not even there yet. This is In shower number one. <laughs> yeah. He but refuses to shower outside. Okay, that's fine. I wouldn't shower outside. The next door neighbor, Alyssa, has offered her shower to him she and said did. that she'll tell her mom that they don't have a shower and Sam's going to use the shower here. Sold Mary. So, all right. Her mom is really a pushover, too. Sure, Alyssa said you don't have a shower. Come on in. Take a shower. She's a whore, too. Shelly. <laughs> Colleen. Her name is Colleen. So she left I'm just going to call her whore. Woo! Okay. Could you not do that? <laughs> all <laughs> it's, it's right. I, I'm asking you to not do that. Do the Will Ferrell thing? Please don't do that. So... Fine. Sam is in the shower. He locks the door. He's very big on door locking. He <laughs> locks the door. He feels like that is absolutely the be-all, end-all. Nobody can get it. Turns out he doesn't really understand how door it. locks work. <laughs> no, he pick, well, he, they have a little key, which most people keep right above the door. <laughs> that or anybody can open a door inside a house. You just take a butter knife. But... It's really coin. funny because we talked about this conversation with the toilet where people, you were in the shower, people kept yeah. coming in. He's in the shower. People keep coming in. didn't bother locking the door. <laughs> Actually, we weren't allowed to lock doors when I was a kid. Let's Me not, either. Let's somebody had to go to the bathroom. Uh. To the <laughs> wow. Can you please stop talking about that? <laughs> if I can't say the whore thing, you can't talk about the shower anymore. All right. So Josh comes in and Josh says, hey, dude, I need you tonight. I need you tonight. You got to work. $300 for two hours. <laughs> Easy That's a peasy. long time for what he's doing. Yeah, two I, hours. And, but he said earlier, 20, 30 minutes at the most, but then he has that catch line, 300 bucks, two hours. So maybe two hours start to finish from when they leave this the house podcast is brought to, you by drinks. to when they get podcast. back to the house. Podcast. I can see that. Well, maybe $300 for two. Maybe that's like the minimum. You get... Two hours for three hundred dollars, but that doesn't mean you have to use all two of your hours. I don't know. I've never maybe the, thought about Maybe the client is. Never have I don't know cuddling. how that works. Maybe the two hours is cuddling. <laughs> I don't know. He looks like but, a smuggler. But then he throws in some weed. He's like, you Rocking got any weed? Oh, you got any money? Sweeten the pot. He's sweeten the honey pot with a little bit of weed. The honey pot. That's code for vagina. And we know that Sam. Likes <laughs> to do drugs, and he doesn't have any, and he doesn't have any money, so he's desperate, and uh, so he goes to Damon. So now like they're in do. the car, <laughs> and they're driving there, and he says, uh, "If you hear this ring, run away, run away." 
and then they're smoking weed, they're getting high, all right, there's the car, Sam goes to the car. And he doesn't want to, like, he's really reluctant, and yeah. you can see that he really doesn't want like to do this. Like he should be. Like, he doesn't want a, a, an adult man Cross blowing him. himself. <laughs> well, but I'm just, like, it's not like he's blasé, I like how he's playing it, like he's super uncomfortable, which not is why I think this is... I think he does all right. He's done it maybe once before, or maybe yeah. maybe this is time and number I, three. I think this makes the possible change, the way he's so reluctant, and you can tell that he's unhappy and this isn't what he wants to do. It makes the possibility for a change in his life seem more plausible. Well, like, if well, he were like... Yeah, if, but That's if he were... Bad. If he were yep. like some heroin addict and he just didn't care about anything and he'd rather live on the street and, it, you know, like that would be different. You might not think, oh, something's going to happen in these next couple of months, but he's miserable and he yeah. doesn't want to do it. So, yeah, like you but, said, he hates himself. Yeah. But the cops show up. Yeah. And, uh, this guy's the worst cop ever. He's like, what'd you throw out the window? You would smell that shit. You really would. I mean, <laughs> he, he runs out of the car with his pants down around his ankles, falling all over the and place. And the cop couldn't and catch him. Away. And gets yeah. away. Worst Do you cop think ever. the cop tried to catch him? No. The cop was just going to no. stay by because the car. You go with what, the, what you got. You have yeah. the guy with the weed right here. You yeah. don't know what was happening in that Mercedes. Yeah. The bird and the hen. We've been two in the bush. <laughs> the bird in the hen? That's what Is I that said. Is that an egg? <laughs> <laughs> the bird in the hand. The wolf with the trout. <laughs> Teach a man to think. A man in glass houses could sink ships. <laughs> okay. Life is like a glass house. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so we're on to the fellatio. All right. All right. So Moving Sam runs away and he cries and he hates himself. And he well, I would cry. Is yeah. His metachlorians are low. <laughs> so he goes home and I'm assuming he takes more of his proof. dad's pills because we know Probably. that he's been taking his dad's pills. He doesn't have any other drugs, so... Well, he does have all the weed. Right now, he has some weed. Okay. Then the next day... The next day, George is working on the house. And who comes but the inspector? Why? This fucking guy. Because yeah. well, of the toilet in the kitchen. Well, because the Lord... Hold on, Elaine said we missed something. No, first, Robin <laughs> was back again. So, like, she comes back, and she's talking to him, to George, mm -hmm. about when Sam was little, and he had an ear infection, and she licked his ears yeah. to make him better. Yeah. I'm sorry, we just saw Sam prostitute himself, but this is creepier. <laughs> no, I don't think so. There's a whole bunch of creep we're going to get she into. She licks her... She thinks that she cured his ear infection by licking the rim of his ears. Yeah. That is gross. I really California. Wanna, I really want to look and see I'm not who wrote this. throwing dis disparities well, you know on who wrote California. It. I'm just kidding, California. We love you. Problemos with, uh, but that's disgusting. Yeah. And creepy. Yeah. I, As is every so sexual sure. encounter in this movie. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not Josh's remember to talk about that, but you're right. <laughs> okay, so then the inspector comes. Yes. Is it Inspector Gadget? And, at, and he says, I've been dreading you. And then while the inspector is there and talking to him about the toilet that is in proximity to the kitchen and how it has to have, it has to be enclosed and there has to be a window. And what is the matter with Tony? <laughs> I'm just listening. He's just waiting. trying to build a house in L.A., so. um, so Sam comes because he has discovered the weed is missing. And Sam is flipping so his shit. 
but the inspector is right there. And I gotta tell you, and I was raised differently than Sam, obviously. What? Never in my life would I have ever, first of all, yelled at my parents. Second of all, in front of this Jedi, adult so. stranger who is there because of a problem that I called about. Like, well, if you're the chosen one, you can do whatever you want. If your parents flush your weed, you don't care who you're yelling at them in front of. Huh. My parents never did that. <laughs> you weren't hiding a bunch of weed. That's true. My parents knew when I was smoking weed, and they didn't care. I mean, they cared, we but... talked about in the Journal of the Whales. <laughs> but anyways. So, so, they're having this big fight. So, yeah, Sam is just yelling and yelling and yelling, and George is ignoring him and talking to the inspector, but he's getting more and more ticked off. Like, this kid is driving him crazy. <laughs> and he his anger by building a toilet closet. <laughs> Which is pretty fancy. With a chainsaw. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Here you go. It's an enclosure. You didn't need a window. Gotcha. Puts a hole in the wall. He doesn't care about the garage. Fuck him. <laughs> you know what I would say? Fuck but they can't take a joke. <laughs> And he tells Sam that he flushed it. And Sam is livid. And then he's like, I've been using since I was 12. You guys are so stupid. And then he's like, it wasn't even mine. Who's going to believe that? That he had to pay back the guy. He's like, I have to pay that back. But it seems... First of all, this is the third time I almost cried. Because, <laughs> because when someone flushed your stash, you cried? No, the fight, when he's just so, like, they're yelling at each other, and when he yells, I've been using since I was 12, just that terrible look on Sam's face as he's just so brokenhearted and comes clean about how long he's been using, and the George being so upset and hurt for his son, like, just their face, like... And he the, says, I'll apologize for everything the, up till today, but facial, today I give a yeah. shit. <laughs> Facial expressions is so good. Tony is shaking his head like no, I'm, just I'm listening. crazy. <laughs> we don't believe that that's what this body language is expressing. Their bot well, the body language in the movie though was so hurt. I was just like, cry. Like I, I third time I almost cried. <laughs> yep. And then, but yeah, he says that he was holding it for somebody else, and then the dad goes to start <laughs> building the house. And he comes out to help. And be, I don't understand. But I thought the weed was payment for the prostitute. It was part of his payment. It was part of the honeypot. But I can't believe that he actually wanted to build the house. And he says that he has to pay the guy back. Mm-hmm. And he wants $10 an hour. So I didn't understand. And we I, thought, think he's out, I think he's out of drugs and he wants some more money. I get that. Yeah. I also... I'm with, when Tony and I were watching it, I say I'm with Tony, like you have any idea what that means. Um, Tony mentioned Demo is fun. Demo is letting out all of your anger and frustrations and you can beat the crap out of it. And here George has been demoing this shack for a while. And Sam's been doing nothing. And it seems like exactly what Sam would want to do. Pick up a sledgehammer and just beat the shit out of this house. He doesn't hate the house the way that George does, but... Demo is fun. (laughs) Yeah, so, Demo. Because you get to swing the hammers and stuff, and it's just a lot of fun. Sam says... He goes out, he starts with the Demo, and... 
Sam says, we haven't built shit, you're just tearing your father down. And then George says, you should try it, it feels good. And it seems like it does. It really does. I like my dad, but I don't want to tear him down. Hi, Dad. Not you. <laughs> my dad is never going to listen to this, but I love my dad. He's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this on the on the Facebook and say, Dad, I give you a shout-out. You better listen to this. Moving right along. <laughs> so, Dad. We get our next well, shower scene. <laughs> Oh, our shower scene. Yay! Yay, shower scene! Not at all uncomfortable. No. Hi, Dad. Where she just, he's taking a shower, and this time it's Alyssa that comes in, and she just jumps in the shower with him. Well, that happens. 16-year-old girls do that all the time. That never happens. If I, when I, if I could say how many times when I was a 16-year-old boy, I had just some random girl jump in the shower with me. All the time. All the time. Okay. But it's real. I guarantee you two As things. girls who First are at of all, 16. that has never happened. And two, the market is <laughs> on, man. Know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is just another <laughs> creepiness of Alyssa. I don't. Um, she's weird. just pushing. She's trying to see what she could do. She's she has issues. No she's dead. trying to. She pushes the envelope. I know. She, I think, she's the girl in I her twenties that did some weird shit. Like we said, she has some daddy issues, and she seems awkward, and she doesn't know how to behave around boys or men. Um, so I think maybe she's like just weird and curious, and doesn't really know how to. Like John said, she I, has daddy issues. I don't so read her as weird. I read her as creepy. But she did say that Josh said that he was gay. So she thought he was gay, and I guess she thought it was okay. Is she trying to fix him? To I don't be know. naked around him? Is, is her theory that there's something wrong with him because he's gay? Because I there's know. nothing wrong with being gay. I support gay marriage. I don't think she was trying to fix him. I, I think she too. was thinking that it wouldn't be any big deal because he was gay. I think she's a weird-ass bitch. And she wanted to see what was going to happen. The only people know. I've ever gotten in the shower with were guys that I was already sleeping with. <laughs> there may not be any tit talk in this, but there's way too much shower talk. <laughs> so, this Let's go back time, to Kate's. So, back to the house. This time, oh. Robin shows up back again, and this time she brings her kids. Her other, the little brothers. Yeah. Which, they really wanted to come. The younglings, if you will. Weird. Tony it thinks weird. it's weird for more than one reason, but I'm nervous for the kids why would you bring little kids <laughs> to a building site? It's yeah. a dangerous place. Well, <laughs> well, she puts them to work. I think... <laughs> like you do. Because she just she wants to keep coming back there, but she can't... Yeah, but She's got excuse. these kids she's got to bring. But she's so not she's bringing little them. kids to a demolition site. But I do appreciate that we don't forget these kids exist. Because in a lot of shows and movies, we almost forget that they even have kids. (laughs) I don't know how much help she is either, but I think she's just looking for excuses to hang around. And And she's getting along with Sam better than she has She wants to spend time with her son. She's connecting and And she says so. Really, I feel like the demo's pretty much almost done at this point. And they can always haul crap. Okay. But then Sam... They're also on a cliff. This is BT Dubs. So I'm not bringing my kids to a cliff. I don't have any kids, but if I did have kids, I would bring them to a cliff. Hey, kids, you want to play Rusty Nails or you want to jump off a cliff? <laughs> but while she's there, Sam comes back from his shower, and all of a sudden he has no piercings. Mm-hmm. Which I think this this is what I want to talk about. I think that there was a costume department mishap here because there's no holes in his face. Well, oh. his dad was constantly telling him that to take it out. That is true. No, but, but Aaron, the, 
Erin Pierce this when we were in high school. That'd be her sister. I'm sorry, that's my sister, Erin, who I'm trying to convince to listen to the podcast. Erin! <laughs> and by this, she means the lip. LeBray. Yeah. yeah. She had a scar podcast, for a long no time. You yeah, can stop have, pointing. I have my eyebrow pierced. You can still see it. I know. He just that had a lot of ago. piercings, and then all of a sudden, he's got a smooth baby face, and yeah, I think yeah, they should have put little scars there. Well, do you know what it, what it was? Was uh, when you see the boobs in the shower, all that goes away. It almost looked like... The Medicorians healed it? It almost looked like Boom. she had a pimple for like two years after she took that out. I'm sure she's glad that you think that and you. shared that with the podcast universe. I believe they're uh, the unappreciated but, nation. But this kind of... <laughs> but I had my tongue pierced and you can still tell where. And I've had, I've had that removed for over a decade. So You can still see the scar where I had my belly button ring. My ear pierced twice, you can see it, and my eyebrow pierced and you can see it. So That's true, I had those as well. <laughs> like, I can still feel where it. You had your Every ear now and again I'm like... Mm-hmm. That's where your mine. long ear hair grows from. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know about so that. So moving on. <laughs> so hour. then we get the house building montage. So editing, yes. make it happen. <laughs> okay, which, which I got upset about until other people started helping. Because I'm like, look. Donnie was like, there's no dying, way they're building this dying, house. Dying Kevin Klein and Anakin without the force is not building this house. <laughs> and then all of a sudden other old people show up and start. I'm like, okay, well, okay, we got some people building this house. <laughs> This is driving me crazy. But so we get the house building Amish montage. Amish people use families, you know. Yeah. And then we get my fourth almost cry. Jesus. I know what you're talking about. She had all the feels. <laughs> she really did. I almost cried. I'm the Joni Mitchell. I'm like, good lord, it's the dancing to Joni you Mitchell. Know, I gotta tell you. And there, when I was watching this movie by myself, <laughs> this was my uh, coffee and bathroom. A break. couple yeah. of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, Joni Mitchell! I'll be back. Um, <laughs> I thought it was, I, I started noticing connections to different things. First of all, the peeing at the beginning, connection to Waterworld. Yeah. Second of all, that at one point they're watching Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a new line cinema movie. That, that was, was right before, I'm not pooping in front of you. A connection for me to Tony because he loves those. Uh, or he wants to do a Freddy movie. Right. So not I want to see how Joni Mitchell gets you to the line. Joni Mitchell gets me to love actually. Oh. <laughs> Which is an all-time fave of mine. I thought you were going to bring me and into mine, this. And mine and yours. It's so, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Remember what your Uncle Billy says, kids, don't (laughs) buy drugs. Become a rock star and they'll give you drugs for free. free. Boom! (laughs) It wasn't... That movie, the the scene in Love Actually, where they play that movie, gives me all the feels. Because I've been in the same situation that that woman was in in that movie. But this particular scene, it didn't for me. It wasn't the song. (laughs) It was when she starts dancing with George. Robin and George are dancing, and it's when you see Sam's face. As he's watching his parents mm-hmm. be happy and dance, and they've been divorced for a really long time, and this is and you can like, see that he still wants them to be together. Well, that's not how I read it. I that's just how I read it. I thought <laughs> it's just him realizing that his parents did at one point love each other, and oh. seeing that they were happy, like. <laughs> You gotta imagine he was really little when they got divorced, so he probably doesn't remember them happy. He probably That's only true. remembers. He probably doesn't. He was a young one. Which sucks. Like now that I'm thinking about that, my niece and nephew right. are never gonna remember their parents happy. Yeah. Talk to young. Shout out to Jessica. Hey Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But it was his face when he just saw that his parents actually cared about each other. He didn't come from a miserable place. And I don't think it was they're going to get back together. I think it was just his face as he saw his parents being happy. And he just, you could tell he was feeling a lot of emotion. So that just made me cry. But then we get (laughs) naked shower again. What is with this movie, Naked Shower? All right. This is the 32nd man. This... She keeps saying, we're just friends, we're just friends. And he's like, what kind of friends take a shower together? None. None. I have never taken a shower with another friend of mine. Now, you're over there looking confused like you have to go to my list. Hey, I was on the the swim team in high high school and have showered in a locker room with a lot of my friends. But see, everybody always says that. I was in the Navy shower with 80 dudes. In a school where even the the showers in the locker room were individual stalls. There were no stalls. There were no stalls. There were no stalls in my high school. It was. There were in my high school. Boobies out. Yeah. This but portion of TikTok I have, uh, high school. I have never taken a shower with a friend. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, don't be showering with your friends there, Elaine. It wasn't like with them. We were just showering in the same room. <laughs> Nobody was washing my back. Okay, well. Uh, so I don't shower right. with other people. So I like my water at a specific temperature and nobody else likes it at She mentioned You like your water cold. <laughs> True that. <laughs> it's cold. I right. prefer lukewarm. So I prefer hot. She It's too hot. I'm going to burn all my skin off. <laughs> this is why we don't shower together. She mentions... This part of the show is all brought to you by Shower Talk. <laughs> <laughs> she mentions that he's gay. And he's like, what are you talking about? And uh, like, Oh, my favorite part of the scene is when he goes, obviously, duh. <laughs> So that means that he has it's got like, an erection. I was wondering about that. <laughs> How would you wonder about that? She walks in naked, and I guarantee you it's like, you know, Boy. like a baby holding an apple. <laughs> it's no mystery that he is enjoying Showing. this. <laughs> and she, I thought you were gay. Obviously not, dumbass. Using the force. And then he wants to kiss her, and she says, okay, but just once, and then we're just friends again. Yeah, she's a fucking weirdo. And, then, he, and, <laughs> and then she gets what she deserves. <laughs> And then she's like, ew, you're going to have to clean the shower? Yeah. He also says this great line, have you ever tried, what was it? Have you ever tried to jack off in an armoire? (laughs) (laughs) This might be a unique line, which may not exist in any other movie. Except for uh, Return of the Sith. (laughs) (laughs) When he said that to Padme. He might have said that to Padme. Padme, yeah. Oh, goodness. When he had the metal hand. He goes, yeah, hard. But this now, is, I no. have to say, but then it gets weird. I, uh, but then it gets weird? <laughs> then it gets weird. How does it get weird? There's a lot of weird stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, before I wrote about Alyssa in the shower with Sam again, um, we learned about George's dad, and, and we learned about George's dad. Yeah. But he's a terrible, terrible That guy. he was a drunk who beat his mom and who caused a car accident that killed his mom and yeah, killed another woman girl. and hurt her little girl. Yeah. And I have to say, like, if if I'm George, I hate my father, too. Like, George has some some issues. <laughs> like, my dad never did anything like any of that. Everybody, everybody hates everybody in this movie, but they still fuck. There's, I don't understand. <laughs> well, there's lots of really good dialogue between... They're all sexual deviants in this movie, and it's really weird. I don't weird. think they're Very all much. sexual deviants. You're right. But the I feel like kids I feel like George wants 
Sam to know him, to know who he is, where he comes from, him as a person. And I have to say, when I was Sam's age, I didn't know my dad. My dad had a heart attack when I was Sam's age, and I remember having to go spend time with him in the hospital because we didn't want him to be alone, and looking at my mom and going, what do I do with him? Does he read? Does he... (laughs) I didn't... I knew my dad as this person who was in the house with us and watched TV with us, but I didn't know what he liked and what he cared about, where he came from as a person. Like, I didn't know my dad like that. I think George wants his son to know who he is and what he cares about and where he comes from and who he is as a person. There's lots of small scenes of good dialogue between... Sam and George, where George is talking about his dad, and Sam reveals little bits of his life. It's it's just good. It's hard to really like go through though. <laughs> oh yeah, well you know. <laughs> so anyway, after the sh- the weird shower scene, the second weird shower. Uh, <laughs> so the next thing I have in my notes is that Peter. Um, or George tells Robin not to come anymore. I don't know if you yeah. had something written before that. <laughs> no, he tells her not to come any. He tells her not to come anymore. He doesn't want her around. Why do you think he doesn't want her around? Because she's starting to care too much about him, and he's dying. And she's married. She's married. So do you think he's starting to care too much? Well, he already he admits that he's loved her the whole time. But well, Sam and Alyssa take the boys to the movies. And then he has this conversation with her, like, you need to not come around here. And also, I kind of felt like he's trying to spend time with his son, and she's over there all the time. <laughs> so you think he's a little irritated by her constant presence, because he wants... Well, she's falling in love with him, but he doesn't. he's dying. He doesn't want And he can take the younglings out to the movie, so they're gone. <laughs> oh, God. I just feel like he knows, he can see that she fe- has catching feelings. Yeah. And he doesn't want that. And did also, you just say catching feelings. <laughs> she I did. That's something you say. We've been married a long time. I know your lingo. You can't speak street. All right, but so, I just think that part of it is he's trying to keep her from getting too. And also, he doesn't going too far with this. And I feel like he doesn't want to ruin her marriage. He doesn't because he's a good, decent guy. He's the only good, decent guy in the whole fucking movie. And they're he's all, dying. <laughs> and he's dying. Okay. They're all fucked up. All right. Um, Whoever so wrote this she, is weird. She won't let it go. She says. <laughs> she says that she wants to hear him say that he doesn't want her to come, and he says it, and then she leaves, and then she comes back, and she's like, "Dude, you told me that I was perfect when I picked you up Beautiful. at the train station." Beautiful. Okay. And uh. You like Perfect what? was love actually. That's true. <laughs> now I'm getting them confused. That Joni Mitchell just screwed me right up. But uh, <laughs> it's like a cloud's illusion. I can't recall. Do you look? We're you gotta push through this. So, Sorry. Anyway, she refused. She wants to talk about this. She wants to know why. What is the reason? Why do you not want me here? And he he's like. Um, he's she wants to know. Does he have feelings for her? And he's like, yeah, I've loved you forever, and but that doesn't change anything. You're still married to Peter. Uh, we're not going to get back together. Love isn't enough. And uh, that's the reality, and it's not going to change. So I can tell you that I love you, but that doesn't change he, anything. He tells her he has cancer. No, he doesn't tell her that he yet. He does. This is no, the scene. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. Well, that's a problem. I don't remember. The Tony? scene no. where he tells her is after <laughs> like Peter leaves her. Peter hasn't left her yet. That's the next day. <laughs> I don't think so. Alright, can you get on the, on the Facebook says, page and let us know which one is right? How much time is Peter spending with the kids? They're spending all this time here with me. What about Peter? And she says, the thing people don't understand is Peter's never there. He's never there. And even when he's there, he's never there. And while the kids are at the movies with Sam, she goes home after having this discussion with him, and Peter's there. And he says, all I ever was yeah. is what is what I have. And then he leaves, and the next day she says, Peter left me. And then they jump on each other, and then he tells her, my back isn't what's killing me. Okay, now that I read this completely. <laughs> he, he doesn't actually ever say it. So here's what I read. He tells her that she has that he has cancer. And then she leaves and that's when he takes all those pills. Okay? And then she goes home and Peter says they have the talk and Peter says I'll be I'm going to be in the be bedroom. bedroom. And she, she doesn't goes. go in there because she just found out that he has cancer. Oh no. And when I don't she think finally so. goes in there He's gone. He's gone. I don't think she finds then, out he has cancer until the next day. Because even Sam says day, she's not upset about Peter leaving. She's upset about what you told her. I know. Nope. But then, because the, <laughs> the very next day, Robert and George make out in the garage. Yeah. But I but think then he says out before... No. He says, my know. back isn't what's no. killing me. I don't think she knew until well, they made out in knew. the garage. Well, she leaves. He takes a bunch of drugs. And then he may or may not have... Alyssa comes in and kisses him. I don't know. It's creepy. <laughs> Tony, Tony said, Tony what? Says, Tony, what? <laughs> Tony goes, this has to be a dream. He must be having a dream. Like, That's what I thought. I'm like, tell me this is a delusion. Please. <laughs> Not we just another know. weird fucking part know. of this movie. We don't know. Well, uh, we know. But we know. <laughs> but we know. Sexual deviance in this movie. Yeah, but she's Weird a sexual demon, not George. Because this is the art he's, film. Because like, this is what people feel? think is art. Did you feel anything? And he says, This is maybe a tongue. No. I'm not I'm legally allowed to. Numb. Oh. While he's telling her to get the fuck out, meanwhile, Josh and Mary Steenburgen are getting it on. Damon and fucking Master Antonio, or whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> No, out. So her boyfriend goes to her house while she's at the movie with Sam. Like you do. And and all of a sudden, I don't see nothing She says, I don't know when she's going to be back. I thought that was weird about her, her mom. With she's like, I don't know who she went out with, and I don't know when she's going to be back. But you can come in here and wait. Like, on, when I waiting. was 16, my mom knew who I was with and how long I was going to I knew call. something hinky was estimate. going on when he goes, I'll have a beer. And she's like, a beer? Hmm. I'm going to say... I'm like, oh, no. I'm going to say that you did not have a normal change experience. Because that's I'm going to say, my mom might have thought she knew where I was, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I guess that's true. <laughs> Tony's agreeing. No offense, Mom, if you're listening. My mom knew where I was. But I guess my mom was always okay with Elaine's me doing DV. I knew where I was. When I was honest worry. with her when, about it. When I was 16, I had gotten up to some stuff, and I ended up with a real... Real, real early curfew is. Well, what did you get into when you were 16? Now's a good time to figure it out. I've never heard this story. I'm not telling this story on the podcast. <laughs> Why not? I think, I think the fans would like to hear this. That's a different podcast. When I was 16, I got straight A's, worked, and was... Right. 
into sports. So my mom knew where I was all the time. I was either at work or at practice or at school. I don't all three of those <laughs> things were also true for me, but that didn't mean it was the only thing I was doing. I lived at my friend's house and skipped most of the time, so... I mean, my, but my mom knew my boyfriend, loved my boyfriend. He was allowed to sleep over. I was allowed to sleep over his house. Yeah, there was no weird. secrets. My mom knew when I together? became sexually active. She knew when I was smoking weed. She this knew. This is not the point. Mary Steenberg's <laughs> trying to cripple you. You still got it. So I got shame. The next day. <laughs> Circle I'm back. Sorry, the I'm next sorry, day. I'm so sorry. Peter has left Robin. Elaine's having a hard time. It's like herding yes. cats, isn't it? <laughs> So she tells George, and then they jump on her. And that's what I wrote. Then he tells her he's dying. You, I think, well, first Sam walks in, and he's like, whoa! <laughs> but you can tell he's happy. That Tuesday. If that was me, I'd be like, all right, dad! <laughs> that's, why, that's why I think in the Joni Mitchell scene, he was just happy to see them happy, because She's he was surprised back. when they were. he caught them making out. That's true. He was. And um, he's like, ooh, don't let, the door is open, guys. Don't let anybody else see this. He's very, he's very adamant about locking doors. <laughs> yeah, he really he's, is. Uh, he's fixated on the locks. But, Because uh, you don't want to catch him doing his other stuff. <laughs> but this, this is a big day him. right here. This is. <laughs> it really is. It's a very big day. Josh is, this is Josh. Josh. a bad day. Josh is riding his bike, and he calls Colleen. Because he lost his car. And he says, I don't see Alyssa anywhere. Make sure I can get in. They're about. They're gonna get it on. She's upstairs. She's got the new. She got the new panties, panties on. Yeah. All right. She's looking <laughs> she good too. Looks fantastic. She's like about fifty. Oh, question. She you think she had a butt double? Great. No. I think that's her real butt. I really wow. didn't. I didn't think she had a butt double. You think that, that's her it butt? Didn't even occur to me. Like I'm looking. I'm like, what if that was a butt double? Because yeah, I, I was thinking, is it a butt double? I didn't even. Because I was to default me. to that Friends episode Mary where uh, Joey Tribbiani's and Bianchino's butt is a very good actress. She's no Jean Tripplehorn who can't even use her own ass. Damn. Mary Steenburgen uses her own butt. How do you I'm know? I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Great listeners. actress. I did not research to find out if there was a butt double. <laughs> I want to know if there's a butt double. <laughs> so Josh gets almost to the door, and then Alyssa pops up, and it's and like, hey! Like, Shit! <laughs> so he hey, gets, you should go climb on top of the roof. So he gets he gets clam jammed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know, I've, I've spoken to a few of the listeners, and, and uh, they was, they enjoyed the clam jam. They did. <laughs> If you're not sure, is that when he's plunging her pipes? Oh, no, that was earlier after oh, they had okay. sex. Oh. Um, that's, that's when she, they got, almost got caught by Alyssa after she had her makeout section with George. Nice. So anyway, Colleen is in the house waiting for him, and she thinks he's coming any second, and she is ready. <laughs> he's been uh, co-opted into house building is on, and is on the roof. But don't answer his big-ass Nokia phone. <laughs> <laughs> so she calls him. Removable faceplate. And it's not the only phone sitting on the table. I don't know why he didn't just Check leave his phone in his pocket. Box. It's not the only <laughs> phone sitting there, and George answers it, and she's like, what are you doing? You're killing me. I need you right here, right now, in my bed. Colleen? <laughs> And he's like, Colleen? And she's like freaking out. Sure. And then Josh Shit. is like, was that, that my phone? Yeah. And I hope not. Because <laughs> he's like, I know what she sounds like because everybody in this movie sleeps with everybody in this movie. Because oh. yeah, yeah, George used to bang her out. Yeah, everybody banged everybody out in this fucking movie. Mm -hmm. But then. It's very insane. Like, but then. It's like an episode of 90210. He's like, shit. Falls <laughs> off the roof. And I. He's like, I'm good. Laugh so hard. Why did but you laugh? Tony I said, felt bad for the poor kid. He's just trying to get his groove on. I feel bad for him, too. 
No, Tony you don't feel like, bad for him. Oh, he's I a hope pimp. you have good insurance because there's a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. He's a pimp. You're not supposed to feel bad for the I pimp felt, felt who's banging out his girlfriend's mother. I don't. That's they're true. not dating. You don't. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of sympathy. And pimping out his friend. For that guy's got a lot of fingers. They're not friends. I He's told him that already. He doesn't believe me. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm fuck saying, Josh. Fuck Josh, but he looks like Josh. I'm just saying. Go back to Vampire Diaries, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Was he I in just, that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I've heard. He's Allegedly. seen it. He just likes to keep it on a secret. <laughs> I've never watched it because I read the books and I can't watch the show now. That's a different podcast. He was also on Lost if you want to use that instead. Actually, he was in, in, in 2009, he was in a made-for-TV movie called Fireball that looks like it might be awful. And we I'm don't have any it. kind of podcast time to, to talk it. about this dickhead's fucking right, filmography. Right. Right. I'm just having a bad day. Which Not that there's anyone with a guy, but Josh the Josh falls off the roof. Okay. Robin leaves, and they're talking about, like, oh, I guess it could have been worse from the height that he fell. Robin leaves, and Sam confronts George. And he's like, I don't think my mom was all that sad about Peter leaving. But uh, you look like shit, and I think there's something else going on. You're taking a lot of those pills. Those pills are some heavy pills. I should and, know. Uh, <laughs> and what's going on? What's wrong with your back for real, for real? Midichlorian counts he, pretty low. And he <laughs> says, I'm having a problem with cancer. And he's like, what does that mean? It's the kind of problem that doesn't have an answer. <laughs> and, then he gets, and then they have this big fight. And well, that's what all he does. Where he says, I love you, and stomps off. And he punches mm-hmm. the wall. And then Improvised some scene, more great the parenting by Colleen, the next door neighbor, as she lets her daughter's boyfriend spend the night. Sure, why not? Well, moral high ground is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> you just got caught banging out the, the pimp. I mean, but you know what's funny? Pimp. When we were watching this, Tony was like, she probably doesn't want him to sleep in her room, but who gives a fuck if she slept with her boyfriend? Well, yeah. next day, when she says, I'd really prefer if he slept in the guest room, yeah. and she says, I really would prefer if you had slept all with her Josh. cards out, like... <laughs> Like, like, what do you say to that? You're like, I would be more comfortable if you hadn't slept with Josh. And Sam would be more comfortable if his dad weren't dying. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Took that one on the chin. And then, um. It's not the only time she took something on the chin. So then Peter comes back and he wants to be the husband and the father that Robin wants him to be. Which I think, again, shows how shitty Robin is. (laughs) She's a horrible person. I don't. She's, she's a, a horrible person. She's a little she up. is. She's messed up. She spends all of her time because she doesn't obviously doesn't work. So she's living at this big ass house. This guy's out there working his ass off to provide for her, and he even says that I knew you wouldn't like me unless I gave you all this big ass stuff. So that's why I work so goddamn hard. And during the day, while he's out busting his ass trying to make a better life for her, she's out there trying to get back with her ex husband. I know. I thought up. it was interesting though the emotional disconnect because she says earlier in the movie. Uh, er- at some point, they're having a conversation while she gives him dinner when he gets home late. And she's like, who would you or what? Who would you be if you wanted your kids to hug you? And he says, I would be you. And then in the conversation before he leaves, and um, he says... Oh, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> so, George collapses... Oh, wow, she was mid sentence and just I, stopped. I just, 
<laughs> I've had too much of the one. Um, so Peter comes home, but she doesn't want him. She no, wants dying George. Don't worry about it. She'll get back around when George dies. That she's honest with him about it. She says, I fell in love with George again. Like, she's like, look, you want me, but right now, I don't want you. And I I can appreciate that. <laughs> I just, I don't know. But so, George, so she goes to the house. And Colleen, I don't know, has been feeling upset because Sam's all depressed in her house. So she hires a bunch of people to help build the house. Well, I think she feels bad because her daughter can throw at her. You slept with Josh. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think so. I think that's a big fucking deal. She says uh, that she did it for, what did she say? What was the word she used? I don't remember. But she's like, it was a little bit of, uh, you know, making up for for the thing, you know, it's, know. it was a whole lot of I guilt because she got caught yeah. banging out so of I, I she felt really well, guilty, so she, uh, so she did this, and, uh, we see that Sam, once he finds out his dad collapses, goes to the hospital, he goes back to work and he decorates the house for Christmas. Which was good because, you know, his dad's not going to make it to Christmas, and yeah. well, it was er- and line they said earlier that they in would the movie for, for Christmas, Christmas that the, the neighbors would be like, ah, shit, so he made well, it really... <laughs> he jumps... And then, yeah. Yeah, he, he also jumps the cliff. He jumps, jumps the cliff. In the ocean. And uh, then he goes to see his dad. He's not even dry. He's so just all. He, when he jumps in the ocean, fifth time I was crying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right when he jumps in the ocean, I was uh, like, I'm about to cheering. cry right now. Oh, <laughs> you guys are bad. And then he goes to the hospital. It's going to happen every time we do a drama. And he shows him the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry in the mall, though. But he shows him the house. <laughs> And then <laughs> he shows in the house, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to lose The it. moment they have there is great, though. He's like, you're all wet, and he's like, I went for a swim, and George knows that that's what I happened. I thought there was going to be a little line about shows Catalina. In the house. I thought so, too. And he, he shows in the house. We, he says, where were you? And he says, uh, Catalina or some shit like that. He says, I went for a swim. I tried to find Catalina or something like that. I, I think he just said I went for a swim. But uh, Catalina was mentioned. I, I don't recall. think it was. Well, I remember it, so it happened. But just now. Dry land is a myth. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, so anyways <laughs> So he goes home and Sam and George says I want you finish to finish it. the house. Finish the house. So Sam goes to finish the house. And then we get the inspector again. The inspector again saying your roof is six inches too high. And then or no no, the inspector came when George was still there. This time Yes. The, the cop shows up and says Scott Bakula comes He heard a hammer. In your neighbor heard and a the hammer. neighbor's coming and they're gonna have them all arrested for working in the house. But then, much to Tony's dismay, it turns out that this neighbor was the man who was trying... Which would get my favorite line. (laughs) We're only talking about six inches, right? (laughs) Puke. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out that this neighbor who's complaining about the house being six inches too tall... Because everybody lives within a a mile radius and sleeps with each other. Was uh, taking advantage because they're trying to figure out which two characters hadn't slept with each other yet. And he was pimped out by Josh, which I thought is just karma because the dog's been crapping on his lawn this whole time and pissing on his car and doing all this really just weird, you know, crazy stuff. And turns out he pays for child prostitutes. <laughs> so he deserved it. You know why? Because dogs are a good judge of character. That's, That's right. true. They are. Dog uh, didn't like him. Dog, well, dog knew like a piece of shit. The dog was a little over the top as far as 
the peeing and the pooping oh, when, on his property. I thought that cracked me up. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a subtle comic relief that worked in well with the story. But uh, when it turns out that that guy is the same guy from the car earlier. So don't you drive a black Tony Lexus? thought that that was a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> I thought it was just enough. Tony just keeps shaking his Continue, please. So then... So then Obi-Wan goes... So then you were the, the chosen guy says, one. you know what? I think we're all right. Ground. Just go ahead. Take the six inches. So then, we, so then we flash to the hospital and George has died. And this is when I cried. And I pretty much cried... I cried too. From this point to the end of the movie. Do you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I cried every time I've seen this movie, except for when I watched it with Tony. <laughs> I cried when I was told I had to watch this movie. Uh, I started I crying cried the because Tony <laughs> just kept focusing there on stuff. There were a couple of times where I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up. It took like me away from the story. Five times I teared up and choked it back, and this is when I just lost it, and I cried until the credits. And John comes when over. I watched, he, John was so great. He snuggled me and Aww. held me while I cried. And because I've been married a very long time and I know how to play. Now you see what's That's funny. What you do. At when this your wife point, is crying, you better go when give her a snuggle. I was watching it by myself with my headphones and my laptop. Fellas, if you're out there listening, Tony's if your wife is crying, give her a snuggle. Came and climbed on my lap and snuggled me, but Tony did not. <laughs> Tony, you missed. <laughs> But Tony's dog did. I gotta give you the notes. Here, and he okay? watched the whole rest <laughs> of the movie the with me. Uh, you gotta get the book. I got the plays. Okay? Achilles knows. never fails. Achilles knows what's up. <laughs> he does. He's a good judge. <laughs> so George dies. So the George goes to the big. The house uh, is finished. And Sam had said earlier in the movie he didn't want it. And George has mentioned a couple <laughs> times in the movie. That uh, you can hear the sirens in the background. That happened. Sorry about, about that. About the little girl, whose mom was killed by his dad in that car crash, and who was hurt in the car crash. So Sam decides that he's going to give the house to the girl. He lives in a trailer park. Now the house is not. Why does she live in a fucking trailer park? Now the house is not handicapped accessible. <laughs> Right? So now they we don't know. We don't know. We I don't see a ramp. We haven't seen any of the interior of the house. We've I've also don't see a ramp in the front. Actually, there's some pretty big windows. You get a good shot. It seems pretty open. I think they can make it work. Is she paying taxes on this house? Because it's in a very nice neighborhood. I feel like the house is paid for because he cashed in his license. Yes, but you, there's so a gift tax. If I was her, I'd just sell that house. Right. That's they, what Tony thought saying? she should sell it to Sam. Back to Sam. <laughs> but Sam doesn't have any money. He's a 16-year-old drug addict. Prostitute. Well, her, yeah, her mommy's rich. His mommy's rich. No. His, his mommy's... His stepdad's rich. His stepdad's yeah. rich. Which Peter kind of redeems himself at the end. I, I really liked how P they turned Peter's character I liked around. Peter at the end, too. But, uh, yes. Yeah, so he gives the house to the, the cats in the cradle. I gotta tell you... Oh my god, they just I took the cast of the, the cradle guy and put him in the I movie. would not have been given my house to the chick in the wheelchair. I would have moved in the house. That's just me. Yeah, or I think like his mom said, yeah, I kept the house he could have rented it out and basically lived off of it based on the location. I would have <laughs> lived in the house. Okay. He's got some, uh, you know, he's got a little, a, little, a little freak on the side right there, that neighbor. <laughs> well, by the end, it seemed like they really were a couple. And, uh... They, because he was openly kissing her in yeah. public by the end, which she had insisted that they were only friends. They were only friends. Oh, they're not friends, friends anymore. He has the high ground. He did. <laughs> he came all over it. He was the chosen. Is, is it, now, did he catch fire at the end of this? I'm not sure. When did he get oh. his suit? <laughs> so, John, 
Would you recommend this movie? No. (laughs) (laughs) I will not recommend this movie. There are so many cliches and plot holes and things conveniently just fall into place and everything is just wrong with this movie. It is a big pass. All right. (laughs) So, my wrong (laughs) So, this weird-ass movie is written by sex cultists, I believe. Everyone even though he with, loves as good as it gets, everyone sleep. There's n- nobody in every as good as it gets to sleep. But it's written every by the same person. person. Let, him, got, let him give us. If you want to see a good teenage right. prostitute movie, watch Less Than Zero. Maybe he got therapy. I don't know. Everyone is sleeping with everyone else in this movie. There was some odd dialogue, strange story beats, and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take away from this film. The premise is a typical Hallmark movie, but with weird sex parts. It's like. Every other page of a script was accidentally mixed with a porn porn movie. <laughs> Down to pizza delivery. <laughs> I think this movie taught me what Pan Am is. So, is that a recommend? Um, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I don't think I would recommend this to anybody. That's two. Two in a row. <laughs> All right. It's an odd movie, to say the least. Oh, I Elena, I believe you're happen. up. I knew it was going to happen. I recommend it. <laughs> really? Good movie. Good. This is, this is a very good movie. Thank this you, This is well acted and well written. And no, it's not. It's a beautiful story about a man who's dying, who does what he can to repair his relationship with his son before he goes. Now, the Kevin he, Klein part is awesome. It's just Tony everything was, else say, is weird. Guys named Kevin can act. Who? Guy's name Kevin can act. Okay, I got you. I know a guy named Kevin. He's a hell of an actor. Yeah. And look, he he's dying, and this is what he wants to do. So he wants to build this house, which he's been dreaming about forever. Mm-hmm. Check mark. Check. Repair his relationship with his son. Check. Check mark. Leave on good terms with his ex-wife. Check. Check. Kisses a sixteen-year-old girl. Check. Hey, I don't think he was set out to do that. Another guy across the street for money. But no. He doesn't know that his son was a prostitute, and. He was high as a kite. You cannot blame that kissing thing with Alyssa on him. If you take she all... She came in there and sexually you know what? assaulted him. You, um, first of all, that yeah, wasn't... Yeah, that'll hold up in court. First of all, <laughs> that wasn't sex. I don't know if you know what sex is, but that wasn't sex. That was a kiss. I think she knows what sex is. <laughs> Secondly, um, she he kissed him. her back. She touched him in a sexual manner, manner that was unwanted. Uh huh. That's unwanted not, contact. He said, Could that's you come not back sexual later assault. when I can or say whatever. no with a I think if you but took all look, the sex stuff out of this movie, it would be a decent hallmark. And it would be about 20 minutes long. Yeah. Look. <laughs> but all the sex shit in this, all the sex shit Tony in this movie could not is let go weird. of it. All right, so you're a recommend. Carly, I, I none of the sex Well, hello, I picked the this movie. <laughs> I it's a good movie. I would recommend it. Okay. I think that if you like dramas and you like odd sex, <laughs> it's a good movie. All right, so I guess we're split. On, this is the first time we're, we're two and two. Usually it's <laughs> unanimous or three and one. So we're two and two on this one. Well, I kind of think that's going to happen for all of my movies. <laughs> you and I are going to like them. They're going to. No, when you do Love Actually, I, I'm going like to be all about I that. I can't thing. do Love Actually. It's not under. John, a I like this movie except for the sex stuff. All the sex stuff in this is weird. So let's give the. So we're giving it two point five star. Like I'm I, saying, you take giving, all the weird ass sex cult stuff out of this movie, and it's okay. I it's think a if good you took out movie. the character of Josh, I think it'd be a better movie. Yeah, Josh didn't really have it. Yeah, and Scott Bakula, as much as I like him. No, at least Scott no Bakula. No point in it. No, he had no point. 
Yes, Scott Bakula was just there on set, and he's friends with Kevin Klein. He was an just, ally for Kevin Klein, which you he know, didn't really have any the allies stuff in with the, the story. The stuff with the neighbor and the making the complaints, I mean, it's realistic that you would have the cops, if the neighbors are complaining, the cops will come out, and to have someone, the same cop every time, although that's, that's unrealistic in real life. For a movie, it makes sense to have the same thing. How they got Spac- Bakula, we'll never know, because he's a way better actor than for this bit part. <laughs> fine. It's all fine. But I bet it was a favor. So. All right. So. All right. What's next? Ah, uh, Elaine's pick is next. We're back. Oh, we're back to, to Elaine. Elaine. We have gone all the way around. So That's a full circle. So episode five. What's it going to be, Elaine? What's it going to be? You're on the spot. You should have this ready. You Uh-oh. If you stop talking, I tell you that we're going to. Uh, <laughs> How does that feel? Take a little visit in the Wayback Machine. Wayback. To Red Sonia. Oh, Red Sonia. I was thinking that I would take our next journey into space, but then we watched The Last Dragon and we saw a tiny little Ernie Reyes Jr., which made me look at his IMDb page, which reminded me of the wonderful epic Red Sonia, which. Is he in that? Yes. I don't. I know oh. I've seen it, but I don't remember. He is. He I know is in Schwarzenegger's that. in it. I so want to like toast you right now, but I know that would be way too loud. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is like Shira. This is your. Uh, but Bridget, this is this is my favorite. It's not Bridget. Bridget it's Brigitte. This is my favorite Brigitte Nielsen movie. Not Beverly Hills Cop three. Nope. Two. The two. It's two, which is a good movie, but this this I, I Rocky love this four. Movie. I love this movie. Her and best I'm movie is Rocky four. You're incorrect, and I'm excited <laughs> to show to share this with you guys. Even she thinks so. I'm excited because this is another one I haven't seen. You haven't seen Red Sonia? Nobody's seen Red seen, Sonia. Have you seen Conan the Barbarian? Nope. Have you seen He-Man? Nope. Are you familiar with there is a person called He-Man? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you, don't you don't need to have seen Conan to see No, to not really. It's, it's like you don't need to see uh, He-Man to see She-Ra, but it helps. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying He-Man. He-Man has nothing to do with Conan. He-Man is Conan, dude. <laughs> Mine's the pink shirt. It doesn't right. matter that He-Man that is a character tiger. based yeah. on Conan in cartoon form, but He-Man has nothing to do with Red Sonia. Yeah, but they're all part of the Hannibal Barians. See what it is there? Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> all right. So, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'll if you have Sonia. If you have thoughts of your own, <laughs> please contact us on Twitter at UnMoviePodcast, or... Facebook. We have a Facebook? Underappreciated Movie Podcast. Hit is me it, up. Is underappreciated one word or two? Because I keep word, messing that one up. One word Please. on Facebook. If you think that the boys are wrong and that Life is a House is a good movie, then please, please email us. And seek sexual... Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's email address. Uh, what is our email address, Elaine? Unmoviepodcast. at gmail.com. Unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Um. <laughs> Elaine and I would love for you to email us and tell us how right. You know what? Also, I would love you to tell us how we're right. We've gotten yes. a couple people saying they want the Kevin Costner fan cast. So if you could just who said that? I want to. I don't believe that. I want to see those Kevin Costner. I don't have access to this email. Account. Show me the email. Till next time when we Send discuss the epic that is Red Sonia. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. All right, so we'll see you next time, I guess. <laughs>